This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Here we go. All righty. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Schwab. We've moved dates to Fridays, I guess. Yeah, exciting. Woo! <laughs> See, I would say it's like Friday Night Death Slot, but I don't think that really matters anymore. Especially with CW. I don't think they care about no. their ratings at this point. Weren't they just using this as an online thing mostly anyway? I think like streaming seems to be more important to them, but I don't know. Because it feels mm. like CW has, has more longevity for stuff, even if they're not doing well. Mm-hmm. Maybe it has to do with their their streaming deals, like what they're paid by the various outlets they put. I have no idea. I don't know how this works, but apparently that that seems to be a factor. Yeah. Well, anyway, this episode was like super crazy. Phoebe showed up and killed Maggie. And she said, the original Charmed Ones are back, baby. Oh wait, no, that's just witchful thinking. <laughs> Is it would you would you prefer the old charmed ones no. come back at this point or <laughs> it'd just be like the original charmed fans witchful thinking? <laughs> oh, I see. And then like and then it was all too good to be true and they're like, No <laughs> It's become woke. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, as uh, Phelan alluded to, the episode we watched tonight was Season 3, Episode 11, Witchful Thinking. Mm-hmm. I knew it was all too good to be true. Side effects unknown. We have to reverse this. Charmed. Um, a little bit of frustrations tonight. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little bit frustrated. <laughs> Spoilers, it was garbage. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive right into this fun, fun garbage time. Okay, so the girls are going to get rid of their allergy, as uh, we were uh, left on a cliffhanger at the end of last episode. You know, they kind of alluded, like, maybe this will be, like, a cool thing they have to go on, like, some interesting action. (laughs) Of course, the show doesn't deliver on that. When does it ever deliver on that? (laughs) What in the world? They set up this whole exciting cliffhanger, like, ooh, what do they got to do to get rid of this allergy? And it's this big, complicated thing. They're going through this portal. What is it? They go into a cave in Turkey. They're wearing masks and they're like, it's the the one breath is lethal of this mist in here. We're going to find this relic. They find it in a, in a, a, the lap of a skeleton and then they go creature. Yeah. The skeleton creature thing. And they're like, yoink. And then the skeleton seems to be coming to life and they go, ah, let's run away. And they do. And then (laughs) well, first they do an Indiana Jones because they apparently have yeah. been watching too much Indiana Jones. They're like, we need a <laughs> counterbalance. Hey, Macy, you put your mask <laughs> on there instead <laughs> of the egg once we take it. I know one breath of this stuff will kill you, but you can hold your breath. And she's yeah, I do swimming or something. I can. Yeah, hold my- she was like, I wanted to be a deep sea-, sea diver in eighth grade, so I can hold my breath for long enough for us to get out of this cave. <laughs> this is insanely stupid. And like, this is like, 
They have nothing indicating this is a thing. And even if they have been watching too much Indiana Jones, they should know this didn't work for him either. The holder yeah. still came after him. Yeah, not a very successful attempt at counterbalance from Mr. Indiana Jones. No. I love that they think that. And then, like, they they have a flashback, too, to, like, what they talked to the Perfecti about before they, like, left. And um, the Perfecti are, like, they're standing back to back. Like, they're going to drop a new album or something. Yeah, or, like, some sitcom where you see them, like, you know, crossed arms back to back. <laughs> like, for no reason. They're not, they don't start that way. It's just at one point they kind of, like, go that way. Like, hey, let us tell you about what's going on. And they just go back to back. <laughs> this summer, check out the perfect day. <laughs> the perfect day are really... <laughs> They're the most enjoyable thing going on in the show right now, are the two perfecti. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely, they got some, they're a little sus, mm-hmm. uh, but um, but they're fun sus, not yeah. like uh, Abigail sus. Mm-hmm. It's like, just annoyed. Honestly, <laughs> I hope they kill the charmed ones and the show's just the perfecti and friends. <laughs> perfecti and friends. <laughs> During this flashback scene, Melanie Diaz is looking super pregnant. Like, they're not even hiding it. Like, she's just in this, like, tan sweater, and you can, like... Yeah. And she's, like, just facing the camera, like, you can see in this whole episode. There's some CG shots later. Like, there's a spot where a vine's squishing them anyway, but it looks like her her stomach's, like, obviously CG'd a bit during some of the shots. I I think what they did was it was supposed to be the vine squeezing her. Yeah, and but And they it digitally weird. did that. It did. I think what happened was, if I had to guess, they shot the close-up and it was just way too obvious. Like, they're mm. looking right at her pregnant stomach. So they're like, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's, like, squeezing it because we can't really make it look right. Yeah, probably. I but think that's what happened. It just looks silly. Yeah. Um, so uh, so they explain the allergy a little bit in this flashback. They're like, well, it was created as a, a security measure against people trying to break into the Tomb of Chaos um, so that they can't use magic or touch magical things or something or other. Um, so that's why it happened to them. It wasn't supposed to be... It was just supposed to be for bad guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. They didn't perfect that one, did they? Oh, <laughs> imperfect, I more like. <laughs> Um, yeah, when they get into the room with the skeleton, for some reason they can take their masks off in there. That is insane to me. They're like, like, the air is clear. <laughs> yeah, they have a little gadget that beeps at them saying the air is clear in here. Like, It's not like it's a sealed off chamber or anything. It's just another room in this cave, like straight off of the poison gas hallway. <laughs> so it's just like, What? I think it's uh, it's just because they didn't want to do the scene with the masks on. That's it. So they could say the dialogue without the masks. But it's like, why would you take the risk in universe? Even why? if it seemed cleared out, just keep them on until you're done. Yeah. Well, why would they write this if they don't want them to have masks on? Like, It's because gas is just an easy danger element. Yeah, so, they don't have to do fight scenes or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Or, or effects. That's the only reason why it's this gas, but they barely even want to do the gas. Like, it's sad when the show can't even sell gas to you. <laughs> like, we can't pretend this deadly gas is really all that dangerous. Like, that, it's gas! <laughs> that gas is grass, and they're going to smoke it. 
Straight from Xbox asses grass. <laughs> I feel like Xbox um, sugar-free Reese's farts are more deadly than this gas. If we saw that's where the gas was coming from, this episode would have been way better. If they, st- I wish that they still did shit like that, like the the wrestling cross promotion mm-hmm. on the same network ridiculousness. Like yeah. I know there's a little bit sometimes, but not to the degree it used to be, like in the '90s or 2000s. And like, yeah, I wish we- they did that, and they had to fight X Pac. It'd be so good. Yeah, we could have Scott Steiner show up and do his math at the turn. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, it'd make about as much sense as anything they come up with in this show. Right? You know what? His math checks out according to our device here. Deep, deep, deep. <laughs> he says it's clear. The air's clear in here according to his Scott Steiner's calculation. See, even when stuff like that is dumb, it's fun. It's like enjoyable dumb. It's not yeah. like, all right, like, what are we doing? <laughs> Your ass is grass and I'm gonna smoke it. I also want to point out, too, like, after, you know, it doesn't work and the statue's coming to life, they still run off without Macy's gas mask when she could easily just grab it uh, as they head out. They don't take into into, um, account, too, that, like... Okay, so she trained to be a deep-sea diver in eighth grade as if she could still do it now, but, like... Yeah, one accidental. When you're like deep sea diving, you're, you're like you're yeah, yeah, you're regulating your breath like that. You're not actually you're you're not doing running or heavy mm-hmm. physical activity like that that affects how much you can breathe. And she says a minute 20 seconds. Apparently that's how long it takes to get out of that cave. Yeah. And then just one accidental and that's the end of Macy. It wasn't worth getting Yeah, they said that a single mask. breath. A single breath was lethal. Uh-huh. <laughs> one breath. You know, like, what if one of them tripped mm-hmm. and they're running and then, uh, yeah, I'm dead. This is so stupid. This is so stupid how they do this. I hate the editing on this episode. So, like, <laughs> they <laughs> they run away and then I thought they were cutting away and they would cut back to them running away from the skeleton. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they do is they cut to, like, a 20-second shot, if that, of Abigail waking up and she's got claw marks on her arm from from hurting herself as a demon and then they cut to maggie at the therapist and it's like oh i guess it's over mm-hmm. <laughs> like i thought at first it was another flashback i'm like oh is something else going on it's like no i guess just the skeleton's over they ran away and then we never find out what it is it didn't do anything just run fast. We find out later, too, like, it absolutely did not do anything. <laughs> it's still sitting there. Yeah, it never pays off. We never yeah. find out what the fuck that skeleton is, if it could do anything. Yeah. It barely, it doesn't even move, it just rattles a bit. Yeah. And it didn't go anywhere, so it's just like, okay, yeah. so Macy risked her life not grabbing her gas mask for no reason. There's no payoff to this. Like, this is nothing. Especially when it was supposed to be a huge fucking deal, and if you're going to pretend that this is a big turning point and then pull the rug out from under the audience at the end, like, it, it just felt like from the beginning you're like, oh, something's up because this just seems like fucking lame. Mm-hmm. We've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. Uh, anyway, okay, so Maggie's at the therapist, uh, and... She is sad that she can't go near 
shellfish she uses as her metaphor for Jordan. Yeah. Then this like <laughs> stupid flash to Jordan smiling at the screen. They, they had to remi- they had to do that to tell us who the hell she was talking about because you might not know because it kind of seemed like she was done with Jordan by this point. Yeah. She definitely like she'd moved to on be. to like Antonio fuckboy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, this is the year of he me. He was such an ass. Now she's in love with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, fuck Maggie, though. Fuck Maggie. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like Jordan's got his own issues with his girlfriend that he never broke up with. Like, <laughs> fuck Jordan, too. But like, fuck them both because this yeah. is stupid. Oh, it really is. I just love this cheesy-ass shot, though, of him smiling at the screen. (laughs) Like, he's in a comedy or something, sitcom opening. Like, also starring Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) I I liked, you were laughing at this, too, when they did the recap at the beginning, and they recapped his line where he's like, you're at war for your soul. I know, yeah. (laughs) It's a very good good line. (laughs) There's, like, some of the energy of, like, I'm a cop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is Daryl energy. It's totally Daryl energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss Daryl. I miss him. <laughs> um. So Maggie says our favorite line. This is supposed to be the year of me. This is like her catchphrase this season. This is such I, a Phoebe thing. I could like go forever without ever hearing her <laughs> say, year of me, year of me, year of me. Shut up. <laughs> supposed to be the year of me she's mad that she might care about someone other than herself what's up with that this is supposed to be the year of me not the year of this um she's debating with herself she's like i don't know if i really want him or if i just want what i can't have what what do i really want in this situation um and as we see through the rest of the episode it doesn't really seem like she fucking wants him no <laughs> There's really, you know, she doesn't think about him again till near the end. I, I don't know if I explained well the, the relic thing, by the way, because this is important to the episode. So the, the thing that they stole from the, uh, uh, from that, uh, uh, the, the skeleton is a, uh, it's an egg. A wish egg. Yeah, it's a wish egg. Like you, you do some magic mumbo jumbo on it and you make a wish and then it's mm. granted to you. That's what they're about to do, because Macy Burson and like, <laughs> yeah, she freezes, freezes the Maggie's yeah. therapist for absolutely no reason. This is so silly. She's like, oh, the egg's ready. We gotta go right now. And then we cut to the bunker, and the egg is absolutely not ready. We just have them chatting for a couple of minutes. No, it's like, this is what not was the time big sensitive. rush? <laughs> yeah. Horrible misuse of magic. That felt like a Piper move, you know, like, for, ah, freeze, I'm gonna on freeze later. We gotta do this, because I want to be able to fuck my boyfriend. Yeah. If someone, <laughs> like, slightly annoys Piper, froze. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was very Piper. <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know why they did that. Maybe to make it seem more urgent to the audience, but it doesn't. It's just confusing. You're like, yeah. why did she do that? And then they but- chat for a while when they get there yeah if you want to feel urgent you have to keep the urgency into the next scene you can't be like this is really urgent then be like let's have a chat well and when you do shit like that like maybe you should show some annoyance from the person whose life was just interrupted like uh, excuse you can't just do this like willy-nilly like i'm doing things Mm -hmm. (laughs) hang on a second this isn't urgent there was no reason to do this yeah there's plenty of times where they put off urgent things to go do this yeah. type of crap, but this time it was not urgent. 
I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so they figured out what they need to do uh, to this egg. So uh, they get there, they talk for a while, they cast the spell on the egg, and it blasts them into unconsciousness. <laughs> so many spells do this. They, like, blast them away, and they wake up to see what the effects of the spell were. Like, it's always so volatile. Yeah, no need of it. <laughs> um, uh, they wake up, and they can touch again, and they do a big hug to some happy music, and Whoa. Harry is in the room now, apparently. Like, there, there's no... It's just they wake up, and they're like, yay, and he's like, it worked, and all of a sudden, he's, like, over on the side. Like, what, how long has he been there? Watching them passed out, or what? <laughs> Bravo. Then Macy just runs over to Harry and they start banging as Mel and Maggie stand there like, awkward. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Yeah, so uh, so I, I wrote in my notes, I was like, well, we just saw this last episode. So why was he mortal for like two seconds last episode if they're just going to like make them do this again? Mm. And that still holds true. Like, even though the, uh, like taking into account the end of this episode, I still don't know why they do this twice in a row. Like, it's, like, lost a little of the impact. <laughs> yeah. Even with, like, Harry's revelation at the end where he's like, I want to try and become mortal. That could have been gained from what happened in the other episode where he was briefly mortal. Like, why do we need to do it again? This show's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> it just feels redundant. I don't think the show, like, knows what it wants to do with anything. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if they particularly care about the characters because it's like they, they just utterly refuse to do interesting things with them. Yep. <laughs> like, oh, these stupid, pointless short arcs like this show. This, this episode was pointless. The whole thing was pointless. Okay, so uh, there, there's happy music. It's a new day. Like, you're <laughs> like, yeah, the girls are coming downstairs. It's a beautiful day! <laughs> Um, so, so they go downstairs, they're talking about laundry, uh, Harry's making them French toast, he's the chef again, things are back to what they need to be. Yay. <laughs> and he's like, I got a big surprise for Macy when she gets back home from work, and uh, Maggie is bummed, because Jordan can't plan a surprise for her. It's all about her. <laughs> yeah. And then Mel's like, don't you mean a smile surprise? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> talking about Harry's dick. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Sassy Mel. <laughs> That's a white man. He's got a smile dick. <laughs> you know what they say about white guys. <laughs> she throws some Cheetos and beer <laughs> She's cranky because she says, Ruby's with her mother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They pulled a Hobie's with his mother for Ruby to yeah, explain why she's not there. Really did. <laughs> and Maggie's talking about dating herself and Mel's like, I can stop dating myself once Ruby's done with her stupid mother. <laughs> yeah. So, so Mel's thing, and nothing about her story in this episode makes sense. Uh, she's on track to get tenure at her school. Tenure. Yeah. Ten she's not done one year of teaching. <laughs> she's less than a year, and part of it was her getting in trouble for standing up and doing a speech and getting caught viral on, and then like just not doing the syllabus. And this is great for the new dean. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> tenure and you looked it up there's like a minimum for tenure 
Yeah, it says like six years. Yeah, six years. <laughs> the show hasn't even been on six years. <laughs> it feels like we're in season six, but <laughs> feel, oh man, we're in the weeds with this show. Uh, they hear some noises upstairs, uh, and it's uh, it's Josefina. So uh, Mel goes up there, and Josefina is casting random spells, trying to unlock her powers. The girls are not helping her with this. They said they would, and they don't. No. Yeah, Josefina's on her own for, like, the majority of this episode doing her plot while the other ones are off doing their crap. <laughs> this is, like, original Charmed Ones of, like, yeah, Billy, we're gonna help train the new next generation of witches, and then they don't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't do anything with Josefina. <laughs> what? <laughs> Useless. And I really thought... I, I, they seem to have swerved on me at the at the end here. I really <laughs> thought that like Josefina was coming in to replace Mel, because mm -hmm. it seems like Melanie Diaz is going to go on maternity leave for, at some point, which she should. And like I, I just thought they were like prepping it for that. And some people were suspecting, they were theorizing in the comments that um the whole line about like the perfect I can't give powers only borrow them might be like oh. She'll, they'll, like, borrow Mel's powers and give them to Josefina or something like that, which would be, I think, a, a clever way to get around having a charmed one gone for a while or permanently, I guess, if she wanted to leave. But mm -hmm. but no, I guess not. No. I guess she's just uh, Mel's assignment because everyone seems to have their assigned character that they're always having scenes with. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Josefina is like, um, I, I want your help finding this rare book. That can help me uh, cast the spell. Uh, it turns out that book's at the school library? Yeah. Is that magic <laughs> Everything's book? so Why? easy. Why is it at the school library? Do they have a spell book at the school library? I don't know. Maybe Giles works there. <laughs> this makes no sense to me. <laughs> um, uh, yes, I can get you that book. We have a bunch of spell books here. <laughs> <laughs> I usually keep them in the cage, though. It's where we keep bad books and werewolves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it made more sense, because at least uh, they had a reason for it on Buffy. I know. At least there's a reason why he has these magic books, and they're not for students to check out. Yeah. There's absolutely no one supernatural working at the school, so there's no reason these would be there. <laughs> I don't know what what syllabus was that on. <laughs> it's you know what it's Mel's adding everything to her damn syllabus. She's like, oh, the rare magic book. Son, yeah. what's the dean gonna do? Nothing. Stand up for your rights. Yeah. Before dean turf, they had dean. I want to take over the world. <laughs> There's still some remnants left over from the yeah. last charmed ones. Had to take care of that. <laughs> Um, this is the best scene of the episode, I think. Uh, Harry is showing the perfect eye the World Wide Web. <laughs> yeah, this was the best scene. <laughs> it's pretty good. They're looking for, like, I guess news articles about monsters, things that might seem suspicious. I don't know why they're not looking at, like, Dora's magic map. Wasn't that the point of that? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, just, they're looking on the World Wide Web, and they start looking at memes for some reason. Yeah. How did they even get on that? They're like looking at news articles and stuff, and then they're like looking at a singing dog. Or... I don't know. Harry clicked a pop up or something. <laughs> what? And it took him to a meme? <laughs> Wouldn't it just take him to porn? <laughs> They'd be like, what's that? Oh, porn. Yeah. <laughs> 
wow, let's investigate this porn. They shove him aside and they're just jerking it. <laughs> Perfect eye had have never masturbated. <laughs> They've never masturbated before. <laughs> it's a whole new thing. Uh, this is awkward. <laughs> um so they uh they take off I think because the the meme they're looking at it's like a, a singing dog or something and they're like wait this is actually has a dog reading or something or reading yeah and they're like this actually has the mark of this so it might actually be a monster bye yeah <laughs> so they go off to do that um right on cue Macy shows up uh, from work so Harry can give her her surprise uh, it's my dick in a box <laughs> <laughs> she goes let me guess and she moves the cursor on the map thing to paris and he's like i'm afraid not macy and he moves it over to maine <laughs> <laughs> he moves it over to oh look we're in delaware yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow harry you shouldn't have <laughs> yeah if they were just screened in like in wayne's world like yeah we're in delaware <laughs> hi i'm in delaware um, I love Macy's outfit in the scene. It's very good. She's wearing, like, this, like, sparkly black... It looks like a trench coat, but it's a dress. Mm. It's pretty good. She's got, like, a high straight ponytail. Just looking great. So, uh, so they're off to Paris. Uh, Mel and Josefina are at the school, uh, to, to get that book. And Mel is holding a purse in front of her. <laughs> like, her bag, like, very suspiciously as they walk. It's, like, full-on the nanny at this point when, like, Cece was pregnant. And it's just like, you want this painting over here? Or <laughs> Ridiculous. This scene, too, like, Josefina goes over to the librarian guy, tries to get her book, and he's like... I'm afraid you can't have this book. Then she just freezes him and takes it. Yeah. Why did he take it out if he's going to be a dick and be like, you're not a student, so you can't have this book? Like, why'd you take it out then? Yeah, why wasn't Mel checking it out, too? If yeah, so Mel could have <laughs> checked it out and they wouldn't have had to bother with any of this. So stupid. <laughs> um, before that, though, when they're outside, this is when we meet the new Dean. Oh, yeah. A uh, replacement for Dean Turf, who got fired off screen. <laughs> If you weren't sure, like, things were screwy, you're sure after this scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she shows up and she's like, uh, yeah, I wanted to cancel that meeting uh, for your tenure, actually, because I saw your protest speech and it was so smart. I, I just knew that I wanted you to have tenure after that. Yeah. They do the little fake out, too. Like, I'm going to cancel it. Like, oh, because you already get it. <laughs> like, it's important because Maggie's scene does the exact same crap. <laughs> they do the same thing. Um, it, it feels very much like Old Charmed in that, though, because they would have scenes like that where it'd be like, I'm tough but fair. <laughs> Why is this happening? I'm tough, but I bend over backwards for champions. <laughs> <laughs> now that Dean Turf is gone, how much you want to bet Kevin never shows up again? I wouldn't be too surprised. This feels like another case of he went the way of like what was Cat her name the old girlfriend, yeah, uh, the one that that had the magic shop and uh, I don't know there was someone else they just wrote out immediately too wasn't it maybe Jada it wasn't immediately but yeah, I don't know I mean Jada and um, <laughs> who was the first girlfriend now? Are you blanking on her name? Oh um. Shoot, I'm, uh, Nikki something? Nick? What is it? No, Nikki's not right. Oh my god, we totally forgot her name. <laughs> <laughs> she got erased from our history. 
That's yeah, I know it was like it was like NIC something. <laughs> oh my god! I can't believe we forgot her name because she was cool. <laughs> and she was, but she was like you know twenty seasons ago. At this I know. Point. We're gonna Nico. find out. Nico, see, I was sort of there. Yeah. I was almost there. <laughs> Nico, <laughs> Nikki, Nico, N- Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> it's you. Hey, Nikki! It's the what's her Ned Ryerson. <laughs> they wrote out too, like evil Harry as well, Jimmy right. James. Well, yes, there is. Yeah, Jimmy Jam himself. Um, they, they um, they have these abrupt write-outs of a lot of things, but like it feels especially like a cat situation with with um with Kevin, where it's like. It seemed like they had a plan, and then they canceled it. And they're like, he was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seemed like the, it just went nowhere. That's kind of what I thought, too. Like, once they introduced Josephine, I'm like, are they just going to get rid of Kevin? I mean, maybe it's, he'll show up again. Who knows? But Yeah, it, it feels shitty to think that, like, we're getting rid of one trans character, so now we have to we have another trans character. Like, we're mm. like, that trans story's done, but now we will have this, you know, like... We can only have one at a time. It's just because they were not doing anything with him, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like Josefina's story was was better anyway, or is better. I don't know if they're done with her, but um, <laughs> kind of seemed like it. In this it kind of seemed like it. Um, I feel like that it it felt like it was intertwined in the story better, and it made there was a reason. Like yeah. Kevin's stuff would just he would just show up and be like, "I'm trans, bye," and then they wouldn't do anything with his character. It didn't mm-hmm. feel like there was any point story wise for him to be there. Yeah, uh, but like, there's no reason why they can't have two trans characters. They just need to actually do something with Kevin. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Josefina was like, un- like they were like, let's transplant that story onto her and do this one now, or if they just canceled their plans for the other one, or Kevin's gonna do something else. I don't think he will though. I would bet money that he's never gonna show up again. I don't know if this show has long term plans for anything. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I. <sighs> he's never gonna show up again. <laughs> he's never gonna show up again. I'm just gonna state it <laughs> categorically. He will not come back again. <laughs> I like that, you know, Antonio, supposed <laughs> lover boy of Maggie, like, who's supposedly important, and he's part of the plot of this episode. You don't see him once no, in this episode. No, off-screen Antonio. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, speaking of which, this story, uh, uh, Maggie's talking to her professor about the internship, and she got it. Hey, yeah. cool. Professor sexist is like, you know what? I'm not sexist anymore. I've seen enough. You have it. <laughs> yeah, he does the same thing. Like, you don't get it. Just kidding, you do. Yeah. yeah. And I love you. You're the best. <laughs> this is so stupid. You know what frustrates me about this episode? I'm just going to say it now. Um, we knew that it was going to get reversed because the, it was really transparent. Like everything was like too good to be true kind of thing. Yeah. But I wanted it to stay that way. Because, like, things were moving forward and happening. Yeah. It would have been fine, too, if it's like, you know, good thing happened for Harry and Macy. Good thing happens for Mel and then Maggie. She doesn't get the internship. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, um, the show, it's like, it's allergic to having good things happen to people and stick. Yeah. And, like, that's part of their story. 
Like, you don't want things to always be easy. You want to have conflict, of course. You don't want it to be, like, super simple all the time. But they do make it simple in a bad way. They make, like, they act like these things are big deals, but then they're not. They're easily dealt with. Or, like, Maggie can go do her schoolwork while they're working on their supernatural <laughs> thing. Like, I, mean, I can half pay attention to that and still get done. Like, they act like it's easy in a wrong way. <laughs> yeah, they do definitely do makes it easy stuff. Um, but, like, there's nothing entertaining about it like it's no. it's boring and miserable and like no one's allowed to have anything good happen or fun happen mm -hmm. like you're allowed to have like positive things in the show and not just present it as like a lesson like the girlfriend moment at the end either like yeah. lives are ups and downs mm -hmm. Every, like no one is just constant misery constant happiness all the time and I'm just so damn tired of seeing the same scenes every week. I'm tired of seeing, like, the internship. Maybe I'll get the internship. Hmm. Can the internship? Internship. Yeah. <laughs> like, Year of me, you know, because internship. Oh, well, will Macy and Harry be able to fuck? I don't know. Hey, did you know Harry's immortal and she's not? Whoa, what about... It's just the same yeah. cycled scenes over and over again. Move forward. Have things progress. But don't throw them away. Mm -hmm. Don't just say, like, that's over now. Yeah. Have things have payoffs. Yeah, just moping on the same point and never getting to a new point within the same storyline is like so bad. They they mope until it's just they're done with it. They're bored. That's yeah. how stories go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it stays in like Act One until they go. Oh, let's jump to the end. <laughs> yeah, like it's. I'm just so frustrated. I'm frustrated. <laughs> I'm frustrated at this whole thing. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mel and Maggie are talking in the hallway, and they're like, uh, Maggie's like, the uh, sums up. Everything seems like it's going too well. Uh, the 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 other shoe's gonna drop. Uh, something something's going on, and Mel's like, I don't be so such a cynic about it. Should real turn around from early seasons, Mel. Like yeah. eh, maybe things are are good for a reason. Maybe it'll be fine. You never know with Mel what she's gonna be. Like. Uh, be being a, a mother to be has softened her. I think. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we cut to at the house and this is like the editing with like the, like, especially with the Abigail scenes are just frustrating because they're so short. So this scene is really dumb. The door opens, demon Abigail walks in and then she just breaks the fourth wall, looks right at the camera and goes, I'll destroy you. Yeah. I immediately said like, who the hell is she talking to us? Yeah. Like, I want the reverse shot of her just yelling that up at the ceiling. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> I don't uh. know. Um, so that was the lead into the commercial break. She comes, uh, comes back, she's looking for the girls. And a gust of wind hits her into the wall and she's normal again. What was the wind? The magic protection? Is that her subconsciously doing it to herself? Is it, Is the, it the perfect eye? Yeah. <laughs> I, d I don't know what that was. They're not clear. No. Uh, so uh, Macy and Harry, they're in Paris having a romantic evening in the Paris. <laughs> uh, they're going to see museums and stuff the next day. Everything's great. Macy's like, I'm a scientist. <laughs> yeah, she suddenly remembers that. <laughs> <laughs> they go to this uh, this fancy schmancy hotel. And it turns out they've been upgraded to the honeymoon suite. Yeah, you said the second before they said it. 
Yeah, they're like, there's something wrong with your reservations. And I'm like, so you've been upgraded to Honeymoon Suite. Yeah. And that's what it was. Yeah. It's, it's the so, same thing, too. It's like, oh, I'm afraid to do a problem because we're upgrading it. Yeah, everyone's going to do the bait and switch. Just give them the good news. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as they're on their way to go to their room, uh, this older couple comes up to the desk and they're like, no, no, we booked that suite. Uh, we booked it six months ago. So Harry's like, oh, well, you know, we'll give the suite to them. We'll be nice. And, uh, they're like getting ooey gooey eyes at them. Like that could be us. We could be, be together having our 40 year anniversary. I don't know why Macy says this. Cause it was just last episode. Harry was whining about this for the millionth time. Like I will grow old and you will Macy. She goes, think that could be us someday. I'll hold like that together. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, when I'm really old and you're really young, <laughs> you think, you think, Harry, what do you think about that? <laughs> no, Macy, I am mopey because I'm, Immortal. <laughs> Boom. What? This is a new <laughs> development. Where'd this come from, Harry? <laughs> Forget it! I'm not doing it! This episode was badly written! Uh, after that, we have the scene where Josefina's trying to check the book out. She freezes the guy with a potion, grabs the book, uh, and then um, <laughs> when she grabs it, she has this great line. Like, she's like, thank you, <sighs> freezes him, for reminding me never to trust the ruling elite. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> the ruling elite. Uh. <laughs> At least that I think that was supposed to be funny anyway. So I don't know with this show. They've done so many of those types of lines straight. <laughs> I don't know. She was sticking it to the man, a college librarian. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of a dick, I guess. He did all he had to say was like, are you registered? Sorry, I can't check this out to you. Is there a dumb fault, too, for not just getting Mel to check the book out, too? There was no reason for this. Yeah, Mel uh, shows up after she did it, and she's like, hey, there was no need to do that. That's unnecessary. Look, all right, you can keep the book for a day, but then you need to return it. Why didn't she just say unfreeze him and I'll check it out, like you're saying? Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no reason not to. But uh, that's the agreement, I guess. Um, that's when a couple of Mel's co-workers, some other professors, uh, they walk by giving her some death glares. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, you're going, professor, with your tenure. Yeah. <laughs> Mel goes to Josephine, like, hey, check this out. These are my friends coming over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they go, spit on her. <laughs> that was better than usual. <laughs> Oh, there's Mel. Yeah, she she thinks she's a professor. We trained her wrong as a joke. <laughs> I would become a professor. <laughs> My nipples are milk duds. <laughs> she's getting ten. She's been working here a month, and she's like, "Oh, I'm getting tenure." <laughs> Wimp Mel over there. <laughs> I must apologize for Wimp Low. He is an idiot. We have purposely trained him wrong, as a joke. Uh, so yeah, we got uh, Macy and Harry again. Uh, they're having a Parisian dinner, talking about their relationship, really laying it on thick that things are too good to be true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this is so great, we're gonna travel like this all the time, we're gonna have like a great relationship and, and be together forever, yeah! <laughs> Then we have uh, Jordan at his gym, and Maggie calls him, and she's like, good news, I got the internship, and I'm really enjoying my retirement. And Jordan goes, you're breaking up, Maggie. <laughs> she, 
she does the old cliche. She puts him in the friend zone. She's like, you're such a good friend. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of hangs up too. He's like, oh no, I'm in the friend zone. <laughs> I don't fucking get this. The allergy's gone at this point. She can be with him. She was just talking about how much she missed him and she wished she could be with him, but she couldn't. And now she's like, you're such a great friend. <laughs> what a dick. Fuck Maggie. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, why can't they be together now? I don't know. Because COVID. Because COVID. They see, but we see people touching and kissing anyway. They could do it if they want. It just seems they won't have any scene with Maggie and Jordan though, for whatever reason. Yeah, it's always over the phone. <laughs> they yeah. never have scenes together. I don't Maybe know. they hate each other now. Maybe the actor. What if there's some behind the scenes stink with her and Parker Zones because they're a real life couple and it's like, <laughs> you can't be with anyone else but me. Yeah, they gotta bring but, Parker Zones back. Bring Parker Zones back. <laughs> but they had the sex scene with Antonio in the visions, so I guess if that was the case, <laughs> it wouldn't have been. I don't know. It's very weird though. Yeah. So, uh,. So yeah, uh, Maggie hears some crying, and uh, she ends the phone call, and uh, Jordan's all bummed out about being in the friend zone, and uh, Abigail shows up behind him, dun-dun-dun, and uh, she wants some help uh, with from him to bind her powers. Yeah, because the binding spell is really stupid. It has to be cast by a human who's like nice and merciful or something. Yeah, like a, a benevolent, merciful heart. You d What? A human has to cast this spell because... A human? Like, why would it be a human? <laughs> Most normal humans aren't typically casting spells, right? Why, how, why would that be part of a binding spell, too? Because, like... Because they want it to be Jordan. The girl's spell... Their their powers were bound by their mom, and she's a witch. Like, uh -huh. why would a human need to do that? That didn't make any damn sense. They just wanted it to be Jordan and her, because it's just the Jordan and Abigail show when they're together. Her powers were originally bound by her mom, who's a witch. Yep. So, <laughs> well, this doesn't fucking make any sense. Nothing makes sense in this episode. All right, so uh, Maggie goes over to the crying students, and she finds out Antonio is in a car accident and won't make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, well, <laughs> it's supposed to be the year of me, not Antonio. I can't, I can't be worrying about this right now. Yeah. I can't be worrying about Antonio. It's the year uh. of me. Just tell me in his tell me when he's dead and I'll dance on his grave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Harry and Macy go back to the hotel and uh, it turns out they have the honeymoon suite after all because the old man had a heart attack and then they wheel him out on a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's like Boom! Score, Macy! <laughs> yes! <laughs> we got to be nice and we still get the honeymoon suite. Hey, old man, I'm older than you, but I'll never die. <laughs> <laughs> then they skip off to their honeymoon suite and never give it another thought. <laughs> you know what? That guy, uh, the concierge, is like, he really buried the lead there. Because he's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you get, you get the good news. You got the honeymoon suite after all. Yeah, it's available. Oh, don't worry about those other two. And then immediately wheel them yeah. out on a stretcher in front of yeah. them. Yeah. You can see the ambulance in front of the hotel, too. <laughs> if if you knew they were still in there, in that suite you were just about to send them off to for their romantic evening, mm -hmm. you could be like, okay, there's been an incident. We can upgrade you to this suite again. Yeah. But they still need to clear out 
the body, possibly? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, he's he dying. He's not dead yet. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. He knows yeah. that they brought, like, what if they brought out a body bag? He'd be like, do you still want the sweet? Or... <laughs> some time man they would have come across them in the hallway and be like uh did an old man just die in this suite you think harry and macy too might think about that because they had to come in and see that ambulance in front of the hotel as they were walking in and then he goes you guys got the honeymoon suite and like uh <laughs> yeah maybe i mean it's probably big enough it could have been anyone i suppose yeah but, but if you're like you saw those old couple take your honeymoon suite you come back <laughs> and then he goes actually you do have the honeymoon suite again you're like um <laughs> yeah maybe so so they're not feeling terribly romantic after that they're like we don't want to have sex in a room an old man had a heart attack in. <laughs> so we're, they're gonna orb back home they're all bummed out and um they're like man you know that could be us and macy's like <laughs> This is a creepy line here. She says, I don't ever want to watch you die. And Harry says, but I'll watch you die. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me, Harry. This is the season of Harry saying suspicious, creepy lines, and I'm not sure it's intentional either. Like when they came back from the the hell dimension or whatever, the tomb of chaos, and he's like, it worked your back. Yeah. What's up with Harry? <laughs> Macy should point out that, like, I don't know, you might get killed by something before that, Harry. I mean, yeah, it's been happened plenty before. of times you almost died. <laughs> hey, how many other white lighters are around again? <laughs> <laughs> might catch up to you, too, that we killed off Jimmy. You're not supposed to be alive now. Yeah, anyway. wasn't it supposed to kill him? I don't fucking understand anything about what happened. Well, because they had it shut off briefly while he killed him, and then they oh, turned right. okay. it back on and. I guess that makes it okay now. I don't know. He's saying creepy lines because he's half a soulless person now. Like, (laughs) I'm a zombie. (laughs) I don't know. But he he makes a bitch in French toast. (laughs) (laughs) They go see Maggie, who's trying to turn Antonio's thing into something about her. She's like, (laughs) crocodile tears (laughs) at a desk. (laughs) Look at all these tissues I've gone through. This is so sad for me. Yeah, she's bummed out because she only got the internship because Antonio was in a fucking... You would think if that if Professor Sexist was just like, hey, good news, you got the internship, could be like, because the other one's dying. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I'll give it to you. I don't know. Second best. <laughs> we don't get the payoff at the end, too, where he calls her back like, he's going to make it so you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, why would you just take it back after that? Like, what a dick. <laughs> Professor sexist, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, so everyone's starting to put two and two together. They're like, all of these things seem to be happening well for us at the expense of other people. Um, it seems to be like we're having a lot of good luck. Uh, all our wishes are coming true. Um, then we have a scene of Jordan cleaning Abigail's wounds. And uh, she she mentions that she needs him to do the binding spell because of nonsense. Jordan acts like he doesn't want to do this. There's absolutely no reason he shouldn't be like, yeah, you should definitely not have your powers because you've not done one good thing with them. (laughs) Yeah, really. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Jordan. (laughs) At war with your soul for your soul uh meanwhile uh josefina is in the attic uh reading that rare book and she's putting a potion together she says a spell and her eyes glow green 
I got him. She has her powers now. Spoiler alert. This is just her getting her pa- There's no shenanigans. She just has her powers. And it came from a book in the fucking college library. Yep. Randomly. Why? They do this whole setup that the girls are going to help her get her powers. And like, do do trans women have powers? Or yada yada yada. All this. And then it's just like, oh yeah, it's right in the library. I got it now. I got powers. Thanks. Like two episodes later. Just took her an evening of reading that up in the attic by herself. And then... <laughs> like, t- what was the point of this? What was the point? I don't know. Why does her eyes glow when she has powers when no one else's eyes glow <laughs> when they use their powers? Part of her vine powers, apparently. She can control vines with her powers, I guess. Yeah, turns into the Hulk <laughs> or something. It's insane, though, because, like, later when they're talking, like... For some reason, they come to the insane conclusion that her thing also has to do with their magic egg wish. And like, we have to put the egg back. So yeah. you're going to lose your powers, Josefina. And she's like, no. And then she vines them all up. Yeah. Why is that? Why is that part of their wishes? She's yeah. not a charmed one. It doesn't and apply. She wasn't, she wasn't with, with them. them. Yeah. Like, it's not one of their wishes. Like, it is the three of them that made a wish upon an egg. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. But Josefina goes like, you don't know what it's like to be powerless. I was like, we saw you freeze someone earlier in this episode. <laughs> not very powerless. Also, they do. We had to deal with a whole fucking season of that nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so backing up just a little bit. Uh, Harry and the girls are uh, wondering what to do. Um, they're like, well, the wish to get rid of our allergy granted all of our wishes. That's why this is going on. I just have to note, all of the girls are wearing matching black leather jackets. They're uh, all wearing the same jacket. That's weird. It is weird. Um, so that's when the leaves start moving. There's some vines, uh, and Josefina shows up telling them about her powers. Then we get another scene with Abigail and Jordan, um, and they're getting ready to cast the spell to bind her powers when a breeze starts up, and uh, there's some noises, and Abigail's like, she says it's something to do with the Charmed Ones. I don't know if... Why she says this? Maybe she just suspects. I don't know. But um, something appears on the back of Abigail's neck, like a pattern, and she disappears. And then someone appears off screen, and Jordan's like, "Who are you?" I suspect that it's the Perfect Eye that showed up. Yeah, and if I mean they're throwing Abigail in some jail, um, another win by the Perfect Eye. Yeah, <laughs> there's no, there's no uh, downside to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, in the backyard, uh, with all of the girls and Harry, uh, they're like, so the, the egg that, uh, that we wished upon gave you these powers based on nothing. Um, so it, we won't know if your powers are going to go away if we put the, uh, the egg back. And Josefina is like, you're not taking my powers away! So immediately she turns on them. And like, when, knowing that this is not like a side effect or something from the egg or whatever, it's like she immediately turns evil on them. <laughs> Yeah. Ties them up. Irresponsible. This has kind of been her MO. <laughs> like, what? She, she was pretty evil when she first showed up, you know, all powerless, being able to throw them in a dimension yeah, in her she bag. She keeps doing horrible things and then going, oh, my bad. And then they go, yeah, we love you. You're like a sister to us. <laughs> like, what? Constantly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're really untrustworthy. I guess we trust you. <laughs> Really poor track record. 
this is also where they uh, they digitally make Mel's uh, waist smaller when the vines are like wrapped around her. Yeah. Very strange looking. How do they get out of this? Mel talks at her. Yeah, what well, Mel's like, don't orb out, don't use your powers, don't use anything. She talks to Josefina about what what it really means to be a witch. She's like, you know, like, you gotta do what's what's for the greater good. And I know you care about people too, and this is for the greater good. And so she's like, yeah, you're right, my bad. <laughs> then we cut back over to Harry and his eyes are popped out because the vines squeezed him too hard. <laughs> and then like, and then Macy's like, now I watched you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> um, Josefina asks uh, Mel, she's like, why did you use, why didn't you use your power to stop me? And she goes, I did. <laughs> I'm the heart of the team. <laughs> <laughs> I added that last part. She didn't say that. <laughs> Black heart. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Shut up. <laughs> So they uh, they go over to the perfect eye and they're like, hey, we got to reverse everything and make this episode really pointless. Can they're we do like, that? <laughs> wow, these charmed ones are really dumb. Did we hear that right? And like, yeah, you heard that right. Wow, they are so wow. dumb. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. Dumb. <laughs> All right. Uh, the perfect eye are like, hey, well, you guys are the charmed ones. You're like more important than everyone. So why not, why not, why not just get what you want? Fuck everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> You get I don't see anything wrong with this. <laughs> and they're like, nah, let's just put the egg back and see what happens. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And they're like, will this reverse it? And they're like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I don't know. They're like, all right, well, let's go tramping around into the caves without our masks this time. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> They don't wear their masks. Also, like they asked, they asked the perfect eye if they can reverse their allergy, and they said yes. And then they didn't. They just said like, "Hey, go find this egg, and that'll do it." The perfect eye didn't do shit. They're just like, "Yeah, I guess go get this egg." Yeah. The perfect eye didn't even do it. No. <sighs> All right, so uh, we get another scene of Abigail waking up. There's so many scenes of people waking up in this <laughs> episode. Abigail yeah. wakes up, uh, but this time she isn't wounded. Yeah, she's in a warped version of safe space. Dun, this dun, has happened dun. so many times, too. I know. It's just always safe space, but with no extras. Yeah, an empty, slightly creepily lit version of safe space. So fucking sick of safe space. <laughs> I'm sick of this at this point. Yeah, I was just like, how many times are you just going to do this like it means anything? Oh, whoa, safe space, empty. <gasps> Yeah, but uh, this this tracks, though, because this is where the girls were before when they were trapped, right? They were like, was that what it was when, well, they, when were... they were forgetting things and they were trapped, or that was a different thing? Was that the Tomb of Chaos? <laughs> Holy shit, I'm losing track of what interdimensional jails... That might have been it, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah, you're right. That's where it was, but... That's what it is for everyone. Do people who have no idea what the safe space is end up there? It's the set they have. So like, everyone just, yeah, you know what I'm thinking of? That, you know, mini mall help center thing and then some people's house, some random people's house. That's where I yeah. keep going in this jail. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she's looking for Jordan. She's wondering what's going on. It's all empty. Um, the girls are back with the skeleton again and Josefina this time to put the egg back. With no masks. Yeah, no masks. I guess it, they need 
But they, they yeah, even they, go back into the hallway this time, no masks. Yeah, so you see, when we see them, they're just in that room where apparently it's gas-free for some reason. And uh, when they put the thing back, they get their allergy back, and the skeleton starts to rumble. So they're like, let's run away again, but no one wears a mask this time. Not not just Macy, everyone just runs maskless into this death well, trap. And we see them breathing in there. Yeah. They're, they're in the hallway like <gasps> yeah they definitely they're like breathing and talking and like they end up at a dead end with like a big hole and then um that's when Josefina makes more vines appear for them to walk across and they realize she still has her powers because it's fucking stupid to think that her powers had anything to do with what was going on yeah or like why it would revert like they seem to think it just instantly i don't know undid everything they did like i don't know if they thought time was gonna reverse like i thought it was going to and it would have pissed me off even more than the yeah. magic reversals mm-hmm. instead it's just insane everything fixed itself <laughs> <laughs> it, it made it easy yeah uh, so the girls are all in the backyard lighting candles, doing like a little ritual to welcome Josefina into the fold. Welcome to the cult of charms. <laughs> <laughs> and Josefina's like, yeah, this is pretty cool, guys. I think I'm going to go back to school in Puerto Rico now. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Why? Why does every exit feel like a sharp turn? Like they're just like, never mind. Everything is never mind. Yep. <laughs> It's never mind the series. Never mind. Like, this is a thing you think would at least be a season arc with Josefina, but nah, a few episodes and she's leaving. I don't get it. And so she's like, hey, I got like a gift for you guys. And then um, she takes out the the new old Book of Shadows, the one that's styled like the, the old series. And they just see the cover of it, which looks the same as it did last time. Yeah, last when Mel gave it to her. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, it looks beautiful. It's like, what? what's changed about it? They open it up and she's added some stuff to it in the text. But like, yeah. just looking at it, it's the same. So I don't understand what they thought it was different. She added table of contents and it just says TBD in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then they go, to Familia, when you're at Olive Garden, you're family. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, bye. (laughs) Bye. So um, here's, this is probably the dumbest scene in the episode. Harry gives Macy the rundown of everything that's fine. He's like, the old man's fine. Antonio made a miraculous recovery. Uh, Mel was told there was an error with her tenure, so she doesn't have tenure anymore. Um, did they say, th- oh yeah, the Antonio thing. So I guess Antonio gets the, the yeah, internship. But they didn't specifically say that <laughs> he called back and said, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just implied, I guess. I guess. Um, yeah. But more importantly, Harry and Macy can fuck again. So cool. <laughs> I thought it's insane though, that this scene happened after they're all just celebrating with Josefina having got her powers. Like, wasn't this a big deal? Like, did anything change? Are people still dying? They're all just sitting there like, yeah, you got powers. Do, 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 do. Like, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't this have been the first thing they checked on? Like, all right, we put the egg back. Let's see if these people are still dying. I don't know. I don't, I don't get that scene order. <laughs> there, uh, This is like the most on the nose, like COVID metaphor that they use also oh, in this scene. Like was... Macy asks, well, what does this mean for us? We're going to be six feet apart for the rest of our days. This is our new normal. Our new normal. Yeah. It's too on the nose. It's way too fucking on the nose. It's not cute at all. It's it's just... (laughs) (laughs) 
Maggie calls uh, Jordan, uh, but his phone isn't working because he's in the empty safe space dimension with Abigail. He's also in uh, the Tomb of Chaos, and he hears the ringing noise, and there's a thing on his neck. The end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Phelan, who's the Margoyle? I think um, Antonio will be my Margoyle. Because <laughs> he didn't even get any sc- He nearly dies. He doesn't warrant screen time, even. <laughs> <laughs> he nearly died for Maggie's stupid fucking magic stuff or whatever. And she didn't even, like... Does she even care if she's going to have sex with him anymore? Mm-hmm. Who cares? He's a dumb character. Loser. <laughs> yeah. He is garbage. Like, I like, too, that like he's gone from not expected to make it to absolutely fine, I guess. Like, Are we even going to see him like with a sling or something next episode? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they why they expect us to care about Antonio. No. I think maybe that's the most, most Margoyle uh, part of it all. Maybe the writers of the Margoyle for thinking we care about Antonio in that way. <laughs> like, all right... <laughs> Cared more about that old man at the honeymoon suite than Antonio. Old man at the honeymoon suite had screen time. <laughs> All right, Phelan, have you been able to decide who your Margoyle is? I'm gonna give it to Maggie. Because <laughs> the year of Maggie? Yeah, because she kept saying year of Maggie. <laughs> 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 and we ex- like she comes off really fake in a lot of this episode like with the antonio thing just i don't care about her internship <laughs> just i don't care about anything going on with her i don't care about her stupid jordan crap which by the way she tries to call him back at the end like you said when he's in the hole so it's like she changed her mind again she's like I want him. Nah. Hey, friend. And then she's like, actually, I really want Jordan. Oh, well, I guess he's stuck in an evil version of safe space again. Why would she? She only thinks to call him after their allergies back. Like, yeah, I think she was had had something there when she said, do I want him just because I can't have him? Maybe she's right. Yeah, apparently. Year of Migi can shut up. Year of Migi. Yes. All right, Phelan, uh, overall, sum up your thoughts. <laughs> Garbage. Threw away this Josefina plot and, I guess, the character now. Like, they rush through everything, like, in the stupid show. They make you feel like you went through a season of crap within, like, a few episodes. The show is stupid. I hate it. <laughs> I hope it's canceled. <laughs> terrible um yeah nothing happened it they tease us with things happening and then they just go oh never mind fuck off that's all i gotta say (laughs) fuck you charmed move on (laughs) with your stories stop staying in act one and then going all right now it's done like it's so annoying have a payoff don't oh never mind it and have an interesting journey Mm -hmm. and they've accomplished none of these things yeah well that's the end of that that's the end of that chapter. So if you guys uh, enjoy our uh, Charmed Hate cast, <laughs> uh, you can, uh, I'd appreciate it if you'd like, subscribe, or review on uh, wherever you're listening to this on. You can find us in audio form at anchor.fm or other podcast uh, networks. Um, networks? I guess podcast devices? Sites? 
streaming services? Distributors. Dis- our distributors. <laughs> you can find us on podcast places <laughs> under uh, Charmed Hard with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash movie nights the series and youtube.com slash phalus. You can find us on Patreon and support our shows, see things early, take part in polls, other things like that at patreon.com slash movie nights and patreon.com slash phalus. Thanks to Peter Hunter for editing the podcast for us. You can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. What hashtag should we use? Hashtag Year of Meagy. <laughs> hashtag Fuck Off Charmed. <laughs> That's it, really. I got it. Two. <laughs> two. Two and done. A hole in two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charmanders. We'll see you next week. Bye.